Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jar Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I mean, you look at the New Orleans Saints, you know, particularly on offense, they got a plethora of players out. Obviously, you know, uh, Taysom Hill is is the new is a starting quarterback, and he's going to bring a different flavor. But even he's hurt, you know, with the with the with the lower leg injury. Um, so, listen, the Dallas Cowboys, they got guys coming back. Um, you know, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper coming back at the wide receiver spot. So, man, if they want to reestablish themselves as a contender in the NFC. You got to win this game. It's not going to be easy because it's in New Orleans, and New Orleans is always a tough place to play. I have no idea who that was. That would be Damian. Spears. Ooh. Oh, Woody. Woody. Mm. Damian Woody. Be better, Brent. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That could be like your thing. Like, you know how big baller brand? Be better, Brent. Be better, be Brent. Better Brent. Be. There we go. I like that. Bring it on. Hopefully that'll be better than the last three Bs that shut down the big yeah. baller brand. They're not a thing anymore, are they? No, not even, not even close. Better Business Bureau. Yep. Be better Brent. There you go. There you go. I got so many things. I need a trademark lawyer. They have those. I've seen them on TikTok. <laughs> on TikTok? On TikTok? Yeah. Like you just, what do you? I just look at the videos. I don't post. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on now. No, but I'm like, what is it? What, what do you mean there's, what are they saying? Oh, like, no, send they post, me your ideas and I'll trademark them or what? No, that's that's a good question. Yeah. Um, so kind of what happens is they post like all these weird like money hacks. Okay. And then you click on their page and like you read what they do. Ah, I so, got So like you. some of them will like, it's crazy. By the way, if you like lose your bags on United, you can like bully them into giving you like $150. It's kind of cool. But I learned that on TikTok. And anyway, I clicked on her page and then I read like what she does and she can do trademarks. Oh, see, I saw the one where it was like if you take your empty container of McDonald's fries back to McDonald's, they'll refill them up. It's like the unknown secret of McDonald's. But I don't buy that at all. Because sometimes I feel like they're lying to you. Yeah. So, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that that I mean, I've never I've, heard that one. So, that's yeah. a new one. Well, that, that, that was one of them I saw. They're like, hey, you know, you, you want to, you know, whatever, buck yeah. the system? Yeah. Go ahead and take that empty fry container back to McDonald's, and they're required to fill it back up for you. I might try. I doubt. Eh, it's worth a shot. Yeah, come on now. What do I have to lose? Yeah. Brad? You know, it's a funny story you say that. Because, first of all, I'm not sure I'm trusting the uh, TikTok trademark lawyer. Fair enough. Who's trying to pull off a scam. No. You know, or at least it sounds like one. Um, but <laughs> you guys are bringing those up. And my buddy, Pat, I tell you, I talk about him a bunch. Um, I, by the way, I had a whole bunch of new ammunition last week when I went home to Rhode Island. I, we were just convinced that we should just have him on the show once a week. I mean, it would be gold. Yeah. Um, but I also think the FCC might... Well, he doesn't swear, but I'm just wondering if he would get us in a whole bunch of trouble. Ooh, I like um, that. So I'm trying to balance that. But he, he could be um, definitely a weekly appearance, and uh, it would be fun. Uh, do you have that... By, by the way, do you have that person like at home where you go back and you laugh like a lot? And you're like, my gosh, I haven't. It's not like I've been miserable, but I haven't laughed like that hard in a while, you know, or that much in a while. Uh, oh Pat yeah, kinda, Pat, yeah. my buddy from home. Like every time we're around him, it's like, man, dying laughing. For oh no, for sure. Hours. Yeah, <laughs> every. Uh, I feel like every every town's got one of those dudes that you grew up with, where you go back home and it's just, you know, in terms of 
comedic relief. It's that guy's job, for sure. I, I know a bunch <laughs> of Pats out there. I mean, I'll tell you what. I don't know if you know anybody like Pat. All right. <laughs> but you probably you, do. You'd be surprised, man. <laughs> I know. I know. Surprised. And that's, that's the other thing, right? It's, it's the other part of it. It's like, I don't know if you know anybody like this. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know somebody like this. You better believe it. Um, uh, that was a lot of fun. So anyway, what I was getting to is Pat back in the day. Like, I used to do a lot of different jobs with Pat. Like, we would... One, we, we painted a lot. We used to work at a, an appliance store. We delivered uh, appliances. Uh, I mean, we've done some of the oddest jobs. I mean, we, we uh, um, uh, we, we valeted parked. We worked at that mm. job together. I mean, we've just done a lot of different jobs. But he used to. <laughs> he would take. One time, he took like an eight-year-old lawnmower back to Home Depot, and they gave him the credit. What? Wow. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I mean, it was like, I'm t it was used. It was, I, I don't know, I can't even remember if he, like, cleaned it up. Mm -hmm. But he's wow. like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely get a credit for that. And I was like, there's no way you're going to get a credit for that. No, because you, you, that's why you got a credit instead of the receipt. Oh, okay. So, and I was like, there's no way you're going to get that. And, yeah. yep, sure he did. Enough. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, they didn't even ask any questions. That's insane. But, and I, I got to believe that. That was like. 20-something years ago, right? 25 years ago. So I got to believe they ask more questions now. There's probably a little bit. I think that's why return policies have changed. I tried to return some today with a receipt, and it was like 20 <laughs> questions. I was like, come on, man. It didn't fit. Like, Listen, can I please get I try to get my oil changed, and it's like 20 questions. For so, sure, yeah, my guess sure. is it would be a little more difficult. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man, i never forget that. I was like, how did he just return that? And he would do it. Like, I mean, he would take stuff like, like he'd see stuff like, so was about to throw away and bring stuff back, and they would give him credit for it. It was unbelievable. He's a visionary. Um, he was a visionary. Yeah, like, what's the show? Like, what's the hoarder show or something? Like, he should have done that. He should have started renting out, like, a storage unit and putting all the stuff somewhere. <laughs> and then he could have sold it. Could have been part of, like, a show. That would been pretty cool. Um, storage It's like his own little pawn shop. I love Storage Wars. Storage Wars are, uh, isn't there a pawn shop show? Yes. Pawn Stars? Pawn Stars. Is that what it is? Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's just a very good name, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotta be careful, the, uh, What the hell are we talking about? Well, we oh. got the... Casey's got the college football predictions that we gave. Yeah. There we go. I got thrown way off. Sorry. Um, yeah, we got Thursday Night Football, too, we're going to get into. But we also have... What did you reveal to us, the, the college football um, ups and downs, if you would? Yeah, so we got some picks... Um, and here's what's crazy. I'll start with this. The over-under numbers that we started with. So, hmm. UCF was, the, the number set was nine and a half wins. Miami was nine. Georgia was ten and a half. Florida was nine. And Florida State was five and a half. So, we'll start with Brent Martineau, who, out of those five, one, two, three, yeah, five. Out of those five, you got two, Brent. That would be that'd be under nine and a half wins for UCF. They won eight games, and even if they win their bowl game, it's only nine. So, winner, right? And then you got Miami because you said under nine. Wow, I, I went over Florida. You went over nine for Florida. You went over five and a half for Florida State, and you went under That's ten insane. and a half for Georgia. Damn it, Brent. Mm mm mm. So Brent's out. Mm. We turn. To Austin. Oh, all right, I had second. Dang it. No, nah, I, well, maybe not. Okay, 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 all right. UCF, nine and a half, you had the under. You it's better believe one. it. 
Uh, Miami at nine. You I had, had the, the over. over. I remember. That. I remember taking that. Yep. For some reason. Because I thought I thought Manny Diaz was going to be like the savior. Yeah. Not exactly. Georgia Let's over ten and a half. That's a winner. Florida under nine. That's a winner. Let's go. Florida State under, under five and a half. I had the under right. Yep. You bet. Wow. So that's four or five. Oh man. Can I talk some college football or what? <laughs> How's that Wisconsin defense doing? Uh, man, probably still top five. I can check it out real quick if you want to know. <laughs> you do that you just well. Go tell all your folks for the holidays back home. They ain't as good as Georgia. Oh, I mean, not anymore. No, Wisconsin number two, though. We're all good. All right. They're still number two in defensive statistics. We all good? We fine with that? We're, oh, we're, not we, number one. We good? Well, yeah, Georgia's good. The SEC means more. And then we turn to me. Okay, see what he got for us. There's one reason you're bringing this up. Did he go into Hugo five for five? Not even close. I lost the first one. I only got oh. three right. I only got Miami, Georgia, FSU, Austin Lane. Congratulations. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. But let's not forget, I got the first coach fired. Let's not forget that. <laughs> so, you did. <laughs> Bonus point. So, yeah, in, in these games we're playing, Austin's got to win. I'm taking a win. Don't give me a bonus point. I got to win. Cool. Does anybody have Does anybody have any re- resemblance of the Final Four? Oh, um, no, but I can tell you what everybody I mean, had. I know who mine, mine was, Ohio State. Um, so, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Uh, Austin had Alabama, Ohio State, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Georgia. Mm. You're oh, fi- you got Georgia or Alabama, maybe, right? No, Oklahoma State. Ooh. What? No, Oklahoma. I, I, don't, I don't Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Your final two were Alabama, Oklahoma, and your winner was oh, Alabama. Gross. Brent, you had, Ohio, <laughs> you had Ohio State, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, <laughs> and North Carolina. Get him out of here. Over for 4. Your final Fresh. two were Oklahoma, Texas A&M, and your winner was Oklahoma. Oh, hey. I hate to see it. Hey, I knew it wasn't going to be a chalk year, see? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have a chance still not to get third in this because my four were Oregon, Iowa State, Ohio State and Alabama, so I have a chance to get a team in. Brent okay. does not. Yeah. Um, I had Alabama, Iowa State, and then, as you may remember, I had Iowa State win it all. That's oh, I awesome. do remember that. 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 that is one of the greatest. Do we, do we have the Heisman stuff still up? Because no one's winning that. What did I do with the Heisman? Did somebody I, say Bryce Young? No. Oh no, because we. I, I remember I had Howell. I, I said Howell. Howell. I had De'Aaron King. So. That's right. I don't even think we need to go back are, to that. Are, no, are Heisman picks even playing football anymore? Mine's not. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Mine's doing something else. <laughs> Do they have a... Yeah. Hey, uh, let's show a picture of his diploma. <laughs> well, yeah. So That's good. That's the situation with that. So Well, I, I got fun. better news for me. Let's talk about Thursday night football picks. Nice. Man. Well. Yeah. How did you do on Thanksgiving? How did you do on Thanksgiving? Yeah. I believe it was 3-0, Brent. Oh, I believe thanks you, for I, telling me that. I thanks believe you retweeted it, so. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. 3-0, Austin Lane. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. I, I don't get how that whole thing even transspired. Like, I took you, the you last pick. I was the last guy to pick. No, I was the last Austin guy to was pick. Last. Oh, no, you were the last guy to pick. Yeah. So you didn't even have to pick. See, I had the last guy to pick. I, I literally just got to sign teams and scores. All right, cool. Hopefully Casey this works out. Casey should be suspended because he had the Ouch. first pick, Ooh, and he Casey got none right. I should be suspended, and here's how that's going to work. Um I'm pretty much given up, but not really. So I've, I'm convinced that I lost. So here's how it's going to work now. I will no longer get to pick anywhere but third, and we will go solely off your guys' fantasy whatever or who wins the week before. Oh, so I wonder who won that week, this week. I've been relegated. That's all I know. So I'll pick third. I'll clean up the, the bottom and see if I can get back to 500 before the season's over. But okay. it's a two-horse race. Austin, you're down. 
So Brent's eleven and three after going three and zero on Thanksgiving. Austin, yeah. you're nine and five. You're one and two on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And the boy right here, zero oh and three on Thanksgiving. Couldn't even get any of them right. You hate to see it. You do hate to see it. Shout so, out to the Bills for you know giving me one point. Yeah, the Bills saved you. So yeah. here's the situation. I'm not sure who's picking first, but this is kind of the thing. Uh, Cowboys Saints, obviously. Dallas minus six. New Orleans plus six. Alvin Kamaralis. Saints still. The over-under is going to be 46 points playing in New Orleans. I'm not sure who's first, but someone feel free to start. Am I supposed to go first if I won in fantasy? Yeah, but, yeah. You, but you had three wins last week. Oh, yeah, so then you go first. Yeah. Cowboys. Straight? Yes. Okay. Well, yes. It didn't work for me last week. I'm just clarifying. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know. If Taysom Hill beats the Dallas Cowboys. See, either way, this is a win-win for me because I'm not sold on Dallas. I've said that all season. So if the Saints win, then I'm right. If the Saints lose, then I win a point. So it's a win-win for me. Yeah, but the points are more important because Brent's going to win. I mean, I don't know, man. You know, I I won the college football predictions. It is what it is. At least I got some kind of dubs. Oh, by the way, the Eagles are doing well, too, so that helps me out. (laughs) Yes, you do have that one. Brent, Uh, the spread or 46? Uh, that 46 is tricky. Uh, I'm going to go uh, the spread and take Dallas. Mm. Dallas minus six, huh? This game's at New Orleans, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Dallas gets Amari Cooper back. CD Lamb. CD well. Lamb back. Mm. like that. 46, huh? Let's see. 23 and 23. This is a hard, I'll be honest, Casey. This is a hard pick for me, the over-under for you. Yeah, because can the Saints score 23? Probably not. But can the Cowboys score 40? Probably. But not in that. Uh, you know well, what? Defenses are underrated. Go under. <sighs> See, I was going to go over. See, no, this is <laughs> this is good advice I'm getting here. Uh, you know what? Um, Taysom Hill just won me flip some a big. Coin. Nah, not doing that. Don't know how to flip a coin. Um, Taysom Hill's won me some big games in Madden recently. Oh. Um, he's my quarterback for the Jets. Don't want to talk about that much, but everybody else got hurt, including Mike White, and uh, he's going to give me the over tonight. Give me over 46. <laughs> You doing season-long career on Madden or what? Yeah, I play a lot of Madden, dog. That's awesome. Yep. Did you see this? Um, <laughs> did you see this? I retweeted it. Uh, the CBS, how they get the Lions into the playoffs. Like, they're not mathematically eliminated with six games to go. So And I'm, it's like yeah. they, they did all the results of what would have to happen. Like, somebody oh, had a that. lot of time on their hands this week. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, I can't get on Twitter right now because I don't have a phone on me. So, um, yeah, I can't see Twitter. Well, the Jets would have to beat the Eagles. I'll just let you know. Did you lose it on the motorcycle again? No, man, and the thing just uh, short-circuited, like, overheated. Was like, really? Yeah, it got, like, super warm, and then it told me to turn it off. It said, like, overheated, please turn off. And then I turned it off and never turned it back on again. So I took it to the store, and they said, like, sometimes, um, like, the processor or whatever, like the CPU, whatever you want to call it, um, short circuits and just kind of explodes your phone. What happened to mine? Really? Yep. So I'm phoneless. I think this goes back to losing it on the motorcycle. Could have been. I mean, I'm sure it could probably attribute to the damage, but needless to say, I'm phoneless, I'm off the grid, and it doesn't feel the worst. I mean, I can't get on Twitter or Facebook or anything, but besides that, I feel great. But you're still one of the stories of the year, by the way, that you you got your phone back after losing it on 295. For sure. The kindness of strangers. Yeah, like when we do, if we do a best of at the end of the year, that happens a lot in radio and, you know, around the holidays. 
Let's make sure we put that one near the top of the list. Okay. Because that was terrific. Do okay. we have any other terrific moments besides when I said Not Clay really. Hilton was going to get fired? We'll just continue to we'll continue to replay that. Okay. Okay. By the way, well, I thought the Zach Miller interview was pretty good the other day. That was good. So we'll just, we'll just had some good moments. Yeah, maybe. Your <laughs> your tweet, Brent. All these scenarios, not one of them involved the Jags winning. I know, I saw that, which is crazy. So anyway, fifty-one things, fifty-one results would have to happen <laughs> to get the Lions into the postseason. And you got to remember now. Oh, you got right now. If you're a game under five hundred, you're in the postseason mm-hmm. in the NFC. So that's why they still have a chance. Now, somebody, when I tweeted that, I asked, "Do the Jags next, please?" And Brody Taylor said, I just messed with the NFL.com playoff machine. The Jags can still win the division. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then he also says, I can actually even get them to a three seed in the AFC. <laughs> Jeez. Let's go, Brody. Perry. That might be like, hey, you think solving like a Rubik's Cube is tough. Getting the Jags in the playoffs at this point might be harder. No, for sure. Where was this guy when we were doing the Final Four like an hour ago and me and Austin are sitting here confused? (laughs) I know, man. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's right. Hey, how about this breaking news? Uh, Virginia head coach Bronco Mendenhall stepping down at UVA. Hmm. How about it? Interesting. Did you see Antonio Uh, Brown? And Antonio Brown, I actually shared that and never talked about it. Uh, Suspended. uh, A couple of other players suspended, too, for basically lying or fooling the NFL about vaccination cards. Yeah. Here's what I don't understand. Like, isn't Antonio Brown hurt for the next few weeks? Yes, yes, ankle. Okay, so the suspension is immediate. So what's the penalty if you're suspended for three games you were going to miss already? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just an extra game. Is that without pay? Yeah, well, yeah, the suspension is without pay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so he's not getting paid. How will he manage yeah, but he would have been paid. Right. He would have been paid for obviously missing the game, but being hurt. Yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. So, so that's really the punishment. The punishment is we're going to take three game checks away from you. Yep, for sure. Now, I mean, obviously the NFL can't control who's healthy, but wouldn't it be kind of something if you're like, hey, yeah, uh, if you're injured, it doesn't count against it. <laughs> no, that'd be yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Do mean, you think what, um, what's the penalty? Like seriously, Antonio Brown's got a ton of money. I mean, if he's done anything somewhat appropriate with the money he's made, mm-hmm. and so the really. Not getting paid. This, this really doesn't fined. matter. Like, the whole thing doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just like yeah. getting fined. Yeah, he's got fined. And, um, and should, don't you think that, like, this should feel like a very, this should be pretty penal. Because this is like, this is a big topic in the NFL. And for them to try to pull this off and fool the NFL like this, I actually thought they might get more than three games. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you, are you surprised that they didn't get more of a harsher penalty? Yeah, man. I mean, I am. I, I am. You know, all this talk about, like, Aaron Rodgers and what just went on and all the talk about COVID in general, and it's such a serious thing, and the, the NFL's keeping an eye on it, and you got all these people following the rules. Like, if I'm somebody else in the, in, in the NFL and I'm like, hey, man, I didn't want to do this either, but I followed the rules and got it done, and he's getting suspended for three games, and three games he probably was going to miss anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I just doesn't feel... And, and by the way, let's say this about Antonio Brown. It's not like he hasn't had a strike against him anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? It's not like he, he's, he's been a perfect NFL citizen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really, I'm surprised. I, I think, I thought they'd maybe make more of an example out of him. Um, and maybe you can argue against that. Three games is three games. But I think it feels different to me. It hits me different because I know he's out anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when we talk about just 
how serious this stuff is and how serious it, it seemed like the protocols were when they were put in place. To only get suspended for three games, I think, is kind of a joke. But at the same time, I mean, this is the NFL, and this is what happens. Like, you know, I, I'm sure people right now are all over Twitter saying, well, what about Aaron Rodgers? You know, only three games. Like, you, you can't mirror everything to real life to the NFL, right? Like, if, if you pulled this stunt at your job and you, it came back, you're probably getting fired. Yes. You're probably getting escorted out of the building. And you, you may never work in that field again. Here in the NFL, it's just it's it's a different scene, you know, and that's just that's the way that it's always been. I mean, this is just the, the latest example, but you're you're talking about um, in the NFL where you know if if you get accused of a domestic dispute charge, if you're good enough, you may get a second chance. I think if you you're on video doing that in any other profession and it comes out and your employer sees that, you're gone and you get zero opportunities. So sometimes real life doesn't mirror the NFL, and that's exactly where we're at right now. I'm just frustrated because I don't like being taken for a fool from the NFL and saying this, you know, safety and, and all this stuff and we're taking a precedent here and all these protocols are put into place. The Aaron Rodgers situation, it was one thing because he found a loophole. He took advantage of that. I don't think he should have been suspended because the NFL knew what was going on. But I think that when you forge, uh, uh, you know, a, literally a, a vaccinated document saying, hey, I've been vaccinated, and you forge that and you lie about that, I mean, if you do that on an airplane, you're probably getting in trouble. Do that in everyday life, you're probably getting in trouble. So I, I don't agree with three games. I think it should be more severe. But at the same time, I'm not surprised because we're doing with the NFL. Yeah, I, I agree with you on a lot. Of, I, I really do agree with you. I think the problem with getting maybe suspended for more than three games in this situation is the NFLPA, maybe. Like, oh, sure. I, I, yeah. I think that's the, you know, that's the thing. I was thinking about it a lot less, like with the MLB um, like, I've always been a big believer, and my wife's a teacher, so this kind of... I just don't think teachers in, say, state of Florida get paid enough. And I don't really know a lot about it, so I don't want to get political and all this stuff. I don't... I haven't... I, I'm not, like, this big advocate or not. I just say, on a very simplistic level, I don't think teachers in the state of Florida get paid enough money. All right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so we can go around and argue all this other stuff about it. But the reason they don't, and they do up in New York, where we were before, or Rhode Island, or other places, is because they have a good union. You know, and, and in Florida, it doesn't work that way. And so and so you start thinking about Major League Baseball right now. All these guys getting paid, and now the union's fighting against each other. The Major League Baseball union's really good. And so they're going to get the best out of it, probably. And you think about, in this situation, the NFL, and what the NFLPA hasn't always been the greatest in all sports in terms of the union and the deals they strike. But I do think it limits, like, a, kind of the punishment. Mm -hmm. Right to your point, like if you if this was me at our workplace, I might get fired. Maybe they suspend me, but I might get fired. Mm -hmm. There's no even talk of that with Antonio Brown, and he's getting a three-game suspension, which probably isn't enough. I mean, really isn't enough if you put all this the information together and what the NFL is supposed to be kind of leading the way on keeping players safe and building safe and protocols and everything else. So uh, it doesn't add up. But I just also feel like, hey, that's the power of sometimes a union <laughs> no, <for laughs> at the sure. end of the day yeah and uh and i think uh, he benefits from that my bigger problem the, the suspension isn't long enough and it just feels sour that he's already going to miss games anyway i don't care about his paycheck mm -hmm. like he's what is the real punishment to a guy that's already made a bunch of money in the nfl and will come back in week whatever it is and make a bunch of money for playing that game 
So the fines just kind of leave like a, hey, whatever. That's a slap on the wrist. You can you can say big dollars to us. If you find us $50,000, it'd be unbelievable. To those guys, not the same thing. And really, when we talk about $800,000, same thing. I mean, the game checks are pretty significant, I'm sure, for Antonio Brown. Uh, it just kind of feels a little weird uh, that that's all it is, especially since he was going to miss at least a couple of those games anyway. All right. Hey. Go defend the Celebrity Championship. You got it, man. Case Kids. Yep. Uh, best bet. Playing a little poker. Yep. I'm going to uh, put on for ESPN 690, man. I got us. Don't worry, guys. Listen, listen. You got a belt and a title yeah. about a week and a half ago. Come on. You're on a roll around here. Time go get, get it cash. done. You better believe it. I got you. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Later. Uh, Austin's out of here. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Uh, when we come back, Kevin Sullivan joins us. We go committed to the uncommitted. Talk a little high school. We've got some high school football playoffs continuing. A few teams left uh, in it. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about them uh, as we roll on from String Sports Brewery here in Springfield on ESPN 690. You know, got to be able to stop the run in two shell, got to stop it in a one shell. And uh, a lot of times in that two shell, believe it or not, you get the corners there with support and you got safeties that can come down. You're actually better. Um, uh, so, I mean, a lot of it was in, in every coverage. It wasn't just that, where, you, where we had some one guy here, one guy there. So, you know, again, like in, in all three of those games, you know, we were able to, you know, at least slow it down and, and tighten the screws in the second half. But it's got to be right from the get-go, and it was not up to our standards that, that we've set. That's Joe Cullen not talking about turtles, just talking about schemes on defense in the shell talk. Uh, Jags defense will have its hands full against a talented offense but one that's not playing that great for the la rams we'll see how they do we'll, we leave uh, tomorrow by the way for los angeles be out there for the weekend uh have some reports from there i'll call in the show tomorrow austin has it uh tomorrow case is actually coming out to the rim you excited about that going on, on a little road trip case yeah man why not you don't get excited about too much. So that was a high excitement level right there for Casey. Yeah, that, that, that that's is like pretty giddy. much is. Yeah. Is that giddy Casey? Probably. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I you know, never too high, never too low, Brent. You just got to be steady heartbeat. <laughs> Very good. Hey, let's welcome in Kevin Sullivan right now. Hey, Sully, you want him as your kicker? Yeah, ice in his veins. <laughs> nice and calm and cool and collective, no matter what happens. Thank you, Coach, uh, as we, we welcome you. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving, man. And uh, we got a few teams left in high school football. We're talking about it, committed to the uncommitted, coming up as well. But, uh, you know, I hear these football guys talk all the time. And football can – how much do you think at the higher levels they overcomplicate football? Like, you guys really have to simplify it at the high school level. Because, you know, you have a bunch of kids with various skill sets and IQs and, and knowledge of the game and all that stuff. Um, and I don't mean IQ naturally, but I mean like football right, IQ. Football IQ, and yeah. The, and so you really have to you know, simplify it, you know, and then high school football is more simplified probably than college football and more simplified than, than the NFL. But when you listen to all these guys talk about all these different things and then you see nothing being able to happen, especially like on the offensive side, is mm -hmm. it like, do you think they like overcomplicated sometimes? Because, I mean, I feel like they're trying to like score a touchdown on the moon. Right. Yeah, I think sometimes they may try to overcomplicate it or get fancier, this and that, you know. Uh, 
it depends on position. Quarterback, of course, in the NFL so hard because you're trying to set protection, changing the play. You know, they give you the run or the pass, or they do this, we're going to be in that. And I think they do that on the college level, too. But I know on defense, you want your guys just to be able to play and run and hit and play and try not to make it complicated. Of course, you want to disguise stuff and, you know, Maybe it looks like two when we roll to three, but guys that have been around a long time, you know, they figured that out pretty soon. So that's probably the trick about it, uh, being able to be sort of complex but simple complex. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and there's this happy medium and finding that happy medium and, and getting everybody on the same page. I, I think uh, I've said this a lot in the last couple of weeks. So I think the gulf, the gulf between good and bad seems like so far away in football. But I actually think it's really a narrow gap. I just think if you clean up a couple of things here or there, probably the Jags score 24 points a game instead of 15. Right. And therefore, they might have four or five wins or even six instead of two. And so I, it's a weird thing to say, right? Because it feels like there's this gulf between so much of the league and the Jags. And I'm not so sure. And I think the Bills game was an indication of that, right? I mean, if there mm -hmm. was such a gulf, like if you face, like in Al Alabama against... Um, you know, Stetson is going to be, it doesn't matter how bad Alabama plays. Right. They, they are going to beat Stetson. All right. right. Well, in the NFL, it feels like the Bills are Alabama and the Jags are Stetson, if you look at them each and every week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and that can still happen. And so, therefore, in the NFL, I just think that that gulf uh, between what looks on the TV or looks on it when you're watching the game is really closer than we all think. And, and I hope so, because that means the Jags, if they ever do figure it out, can get it right in a hurry. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, I think you're right. I mean, look at the Dolphins. I mean, you know, they were left for dead a couple weeks ago. Now they've put together a few games in a row and starting to play a little better, a little confident. And, uh, you know, I think it a lot has to do with injuries and depth at the injuries, and you know that, Brett. You yeah. know, if your number twos are really number threes and your number one gets hurt, you're in trouble, and that's sort of what I think we're at in Jacksonville a little bit. All right, we bring you on to talk a little uh, high school football, so let's do that uh, right now. And you got a few teams left uh, in the playoff race. What do you, how do you feel about them? Uh, Baker, uh, Trinity, Christian, and Bowles, all on the road, by the way, tomorrow night. How do you feel about their chances? Well, I think we're going to go, we're going to hit 333. That's what I think. I think we're going to get one for three through to the finals. That's okay. my that's my professional opinion. Now, which one do you think it's going to be, Brett? I would say you're going to think it's Trinity. Yes. Yeah, I think Bowles has a monumental task. Not selling Bowles short. Um, that's sort of their they, they've got a monumental task going on the road. Uh, Coco's one loss is to 8A number one or number two seed Venice, uh, 21 to 20. Uh, that's their one loss. And they played seven or eight teams that are that are in the playoffs and deep runs, and um, I think they're going to have their hands full. Not saying I, I, they can win. I have no doubt they can win, but I think they're going to have their hands full. And I think Baker, the old system, if they would have drawn Merritt Island and not had to go to Miami in this round, I think they get in. But with the new system, I think they're going to have their hands full also. Hmm. Uh, so the system, new system meaning beat because they're on the road? No, the new system, remember, they reseeded the Final Four. Oh, oh, I see, I see. So, Bowles and Coco would have been no matter what, because they would have been the north end, but, but Merritt Island would have been the north in 5A and 
yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. but now they Where they would meet in the state championship game instead of in the yes. semifinal. Yeah. You're right. And and really, Bowles would have gone to Coco, but Merritt Island would have come to Buckley based on the rankings. You know what I mean? And then yeah, yeah. In that makes Trinity, a difference too. Yeah. So I think that makes a difference. And uh, you know. Um, I, again, they're playing so well defensively, but hopefully they'll have enough they can they can do it. I hope that we go three for three, and I'm wrong, but my gut tells me one for three. Yeah, no doubt uh, that's a possibility. I was kind of thinking similar, and we'll see what happens now. Hopefully they put game plan together and play a good football game. Certainly talented enough to get the W, but it's going to take a, a really good game uh, for them to do that. We'll keep you posted, by the way, tomorrow. Action Sports Chats on TV, CBS 47, Fox 30. We'll uh, effort all the highlights. Stuart Weber will be back here as we are out in L.A., and of course we still have SEC Championship game on Saturday. Post-game coverage coming up right after that one between Alabama and Georgia. All right, uh, one of the fun things we did all year, Coach, uh, committed to the uncommitted, presented by Baker Sports. And um, we didn't want to drop this. We liked it so much, we kind of put a bow on it at the end of the high school football season. But now this is a heavy recruiting time right now, right? I mean, all these oh, guys, yeah. now, uh, you know, the college season's winding down. I mean, how important is it these next couple of weeks leading into signing day? Oh, it's it's big. The 15th is the first signing day. So yep. we're, we're down the crunch time. We're into, what, less than two weeks now. So big visit weekend. Uh, this weekend, but next weekend you will really be the big visit weekend. So, like for the Seminoles, it doesn't affect them at all. They're on the road, they're doing their thing. But for like for uh, uh, Coach Napier with uh, the Gators, big weekend because he doesn't really get to address his team till Sunday after the championship game on Saturday. He'll get there, dress the team, and then they'll be hitting the road and they'll have a really tight window. So for them, it's going to be a really tight window uh, that next week before the early signing period. Yeah, we saw some decommitments with all the uh, coaching carousel moves. Uh, let's talk about a young man named Jason Jackson. Offensive lineman don't get a lot of love. We've tried to give him a little bit of love uh, thr throughout the last few months. And uh, it's a young man down in St. Augustine. And uh, sounds like he recently just got a preferred walk-on at Florida. So uh, there, there's obviously some momentum for him. Uh, but he was a bit undersized and now growing into uh, his size. And... and uh, We'll see where he ends up, but tell us a little bit more about Jason Jackson. Yeah, I, li I like Jason. I think what you see with him as a preferred walk-on being 6'4", like 240, uh, they look at him and they look at his frame and they say, man, we get him and we redshirt him. We're going to put 25, 30 pounds on him, and he's going to play about 275, maybe 280. We'll play him inside at a guard or, or make him a center. So by giving them the preferred walk-on, they probably like his skill set. He he got good bend. He moves really well. He's physical at the point of attack. He's got pretty good pass pro. Um, and uh, but you're just looking at a little, you know, a little skinny frame. He hasn't maybe grown completely into his body. So they're not taking any chances. And we talked about the preferred walk-on this year more than anything throughout our our uh, our Friday night shows is because of the portal and the lack of you know, the extra year for the seniors in the portal, so you're going to get more and more of these fringe guys that are performed walk-on guys. Yeah, absolutely. I, I talked to Brian Braddock, the St. Augustine High School head coach, about Jason Jackson, and uh, here's some of the things that, that he had to say. Committed to the uncommitted, presented by Baker Sports. Uh, six foot four, 240, so yeah, undersized right now from that position, of course. He get it done in high school, but what about the next level? Uh, talented kid, three-year starter, said played at 215 last year, coach. Right. <laughs> So he's really just a late bloomer in that sense um, in terms of adding some, some pounds and, and muscle and weight to his body. 
uh, can play at high-level college, uh, Coach Braddock said, 3.0 student as well. Uh, really just the undersized nature is, is really kind of slowed down his recruiting. But he says he'll be 280 in no time. Right. Uh, and he's and he's pretty seasoned at the tackle position because he's been a three-year starter. So he knows how to play the position, Coach. Right, right. And, and that's the thing. And he comes from a quality program, getting quality coach. And, again, some guys just put their weight on later. And it's not their fault. I mean, they, they have high metabolism no matter what. I mean, he's strong. He's a he's a big, strong cleaner. He's a 395 squatter. You know, he's a 315 bencher, 335 bencher. So that part's there. But I think he, he's still growing into his body. Heck, he might grow another inch or two and be 6'6". You know, so um, I really liked him on film. I went in and watched the, watched the huddle stuff and really liked him on film. By the way, some other offers Casey shares with Eastern Kentucky, Stetson, Kaiser, Edward Waters, Florida Memorial. So, again, somebody's going to get a really nice player at that level, and uh, it might take, a, if he wanted to transfer to a bigger school, or if he wants to wait his time out as a preferred walk-on, maybe that's the way to go. But you could certainly be looking at a stud player down the road if he's able to add the weight. You know, Brian Braddock said this too, Coach, and this is so hard. And this is why we do the segment, Committed to the Uncommitted, presented by Baker Sports, is that the portal is really hurting a lot of these guys. Yep. And he said, mm -hmm. if you can go, th this is what people don't want to be patient. Coaching, you got into coaching so you can develop young men, develop talent, right? And you love right. to see them grow. Well, the college game doesn't want to wait for that anymore. And while that's why still people got in it, and it's fun to see people develop, they want it now. And they want right. those guys to be able to come in and participate right away and play right away, make an impact right away. Well, in the portal, you can go get a 300-pound guy, no problem, like any day of the week and twice on Sunday. So you right. don't have to wait for this guy to put on weight unless he does want to be a preferred walk-on or he goes to another school and maybe transfers in later on down the road. Yeah, and definitely, and, you know, the portal's a whole different animal. I, I actually clicked on the link today. Uh, the, you know, Oklahoma's had a, a four or five different guys get in the portal for whatever reason. And um, the same thing. I mean, some of the guys I've looked on a portal – played have been there a year you know you haven't even given it a chance you haven't worked yourself in some of the guys of course are grad transfers you know i'd really yeah. like to see him revamp that portal a couple different ways uh where the kids have to stay on a little bit and sort of fight and grow because i think at 18 and 19 years old and you get knocked uh, down you got to get back up we got to teach him that stuff and i'd really like to see him do a little bit different portal not just be a free-for-all um, yeah. I have no problem with the grad transfer. I think that, that's accomplished. We accomplished my degree. I've been here three years, but I got another year left. Let me go somewhere else and see if I can play at a bigger level or at a bigger program. I have no problem with that. But some of these guys that are just, oh, I'll, I'll go here and I'll, oh, it's not sunshine and rainbows. The coach yelled at me, oh, let me get in the portal. But, you know, like we found out last year, what, over 50% didn't have a place to go. And you're turning down free education. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky thing because – I usually side with the student-athlete on this. I understand that part of it, and I understand you want to build some toughness and, hey, everything's not going to be handed to you and all that. And that is true, and uh, some of that builds a lot of character for later on in life. But the way we just saw coaches jump around, I'm like, well, they're being promised a lot of things, and those coaches aren't delivering either. Right. <laughs> so it's a tricky, tricky deal uh, right now, but that portal's insane. And really what it makes it tricky on is these high school kids, these seniors and even juniors, because uh, so many more folks are going to the portal now to grab their, their next recruiting class, more so yeah. than the, uh, the high school ranks, unless you're just a stud at the 8th and ninth grade level. And that makes it tough in, in almost every sport right yeah. now. All right, we got to take – Oh, go ahead. All right. No, I was just saying, you're, yeah, you're definitely right. I mean, it's just hard. It's just, 
it is what it is. And, you know, some guys are going to sign 32 kids and they're saying, we're going to put 16 out of the portal and 16 high school kids. Yeah. So that's, you know, if it's 32 they're signing, it was 32 high school kids or 28 and some JUCO guys, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it's a different environment now. Yeah, and by the way, when you say was, we're not talking about like 15, 20, 30, 40 <laughs> years ago, even 10. We're talking about two. Two? Yeah. <laughs> like two yeah. years ago. That's what and it was. The the game. Yeah, and then the COVID year, too, they, they didn't count. True. We've talked that's about true. that. So that's more kids that aren't leaving, less spots. So it's crazy. Well, that's why we do Committed to the Uncommitted, presented by Baker Sports. We're going to continue this segment as long as we can. If you have a nominee and let us know about somebody that's maybe being under-recruited, we can get their name out and word out and hopefully help uh, help them out in our little part and uh, not just in football by the way i think we might right. do this a little more in other sports as well uh it's a tough tough time for a high school kid to be recruited and uh love to help them out in any way we can all right coach enjoy all the right, uh, have weekend fun in la man have fun yeah. out there Let's all right thanks all right, all right buddy We'll talk to you later. That's uh, Kevin Sullivan, our Hall of Fame coach, uh, jumps in on our high school football coverage, which uh, all year long has been presented by Baker Sports and also the University of North Florida Ospreys. Ospreys play tonight against Edward Waters University at home at UNF Arena. Go on over, support them, check them out. A good local matchup tonight at UNF Arena at 7 o'clock. We'll be right back on ESPN 690, live from String Sports Brewery here in Springfield. <laughs> Yeah, last couple weeks been better. I mean, you know, we've talked in here about you get what you emphasize, but I think one of the things that really helped us last week was staying in better down and distance situations. I think six of them were third and ones, and uh, one of those six was in that two-minute, you know, it was third and one with 10 seconds to go. So, you know, you'd like to play that one different, but the, the game dictated dictated that one. So the short yardage was really good, um, so that, that helped us. And, you know, then there was a couple opportunities we made plays, and we were able to do that. That is Daryl Bevel, Jags offensive coordinator. They've got to figure things out. I mean, we talked about it a lot today early in the show. You can always go back and listen to this podcast, Action Sports Shacks, on ESPN 690. Just subscribe, or you can go on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. We're everywhere, baby. Um, and you can uh, listen back to the show. And uh, don't forget to join us each and every day, 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. here on ESPN 690. But we talked to, you know, this offense is really interesting because they stink, first of all, from a production point i mean there's no getting around that it's bad uh it's really bad it's frustratingly bad to watch i can only imagine like trying to call plays for it and trying to execute it the way everything's going on for the players and coaches but their offensive line is not an eyesore their quarterback is not an eyesore he's not playing unbelievable football but he's also not playing that bad of football for you not to score points like he's not turning it over three or four times a game your running back is Every time he touches it, he, he gets five yards at least. <laughs> now, he's been unhealthy the last few weeks, but he still, even in this last game, touched it 20 times, and you still could only manage 14 points. So what's the problem spots? Well, explosive plays. They lead the NFL in penalties, which means you're way behind schedule, and you're making it harder. And instead of having to go 100, whether it's 80 yards, you might have to go 100 yards because of all the penalties. And... Uh, then on top of that, in the critical, critical situations, like the red zone spots, the play calling and execution has just been brutal. And uh, that is really it. All right. Guess what? There's room on the board. Pour it forward here at Spring Sports Brewery. So it's Brent buys a beer. And let's buy a beer for Mr. Pico's cards. There you go. He, res he responds a lot. He you stays in the chat. Right? YouTube, yeah. 
Yeah, this is a different right. person in that case. Sorry. I'm hopefully, is in my, my, my only one flaw with this Brent buys a beer stuff is I hope they're in town. <laughs> like I don't no, know where true. everybody lives. Yeah. Uh, and we run into that a little bit. But if you're not in town, then we can pay it for it. How's that? Or pour it for it. Well, we can't mail it to you. That's for sure. We cannot mail it to you. <laughs> that will not happen uh, for sure. So Brent buys a beer from String Sports Brewery. Mr. Pico's cards. Uh, there you go. I, I think he's got two handles, by the way. Mr. Pico Boulevard as well. So not getting two different ones. Nope, just one. Hey, uh, we have the Jaguars All Access coming up 7 o'clock, Fox 30. Come join us live from String Sports Brewery. Uh, Kevin Hardy will join us on the show tonight. No Shaq Griffin. He's still in concussion protocol. Kevin Hardy, former Jags player, he will be here. Actually talk about his kid, too, is a good player um, and uh, had, had a good career here recently. Um, Episcopal and Sandalwood. So it'll be good to be joined by Kevin Hardy. That's coming up 7 o'clock, Jaguars All Access. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Austin and Brian Middleton, Casey and I will join them uh, from L.A. as we'll be on the road with the Jags as they play the Rams this weekend. Have a good rest of your night, everybody. We'll see you on TV in just a bit.